Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on the podcast going over the Roundup's fourth edition of the newspaper. My name is Augie Walters, and I am going to highlight four different articles that take place in the newspaper with this podcast. To start, we are going to listen to Mark Rosbeck, who talks about an article written by John Wichterman going over the enterprise package of the fourth edition, which has to do with the mind and how mental health has been affected in everyone's lives of late. Welcome to BCP Minute. John Wichterman, class 23, argues that because of personal problems that high school students may be navigating on top of regular schoolwork, kids should be able to take some time off of school. He thinks that the Murphy Dean's office should move toward creating an official policy in the handbook involving the issue of mental health days. John cites that one in six of U.S. youth between the ages of six and 17 experienced a mental health disorder in 2016, according to the National Alliance on Mental Illness. That's that evidences that official mental health days could be very beneficial to students. John also sees the wisdom in limiting the number of days that can be taken off from school so that students do not fall far behind. In other words, the number of days off shouldn't be overused or exploited by students. His solution is limiting the number of days taken to two, with more available upon discussion with a school counselor. In all, a new policy would take some work to perfect, but is a step in the right direction to show how the dean's office supports the student body. Mark Rossback reporting for the Roundup. Next, we will listen to Nick Pokora, who highlights the journey that Father Kino is taking on the path to sainthood. Father Eusebio Kino, a Jesuit priest and missionary, has grown one step closer to sainthood. Father Kino was declared venerable by Pope Francis in May, putting him two steps away from sainthood. Originally a native of Italy, Father Kino embarked on several expeditions in what is today Mexico, California, and even right here in Arizona. He spent much of his time as an educator of native peoples, teaching them sciences, mathematics, and language in addition to Catholic theology. He died in 1711 in Magdalena de Quino, a small city in Mexico south of Nogales. Father Quino is buried in the town, and residents like Ivan Grijalva continue to admire Father Quino. Father Quino is a symbol of hope here. It is someone we all look to in times of help, and someone who should definitely be a saint. His miracles and love for others are what makes our community so great, Grijalva said. Nick Pecora, reporting for The Roundup. Next, chiming in is Griffin Winner, talking about an article that he co-wrote with Nick Williams about the 13th documentary and its impact on the Brophy community. Roundup proudly presents 13th Generates Conversation Among Students. This article takes a micro view of the documentary's impact among students in Mr. Chotala's Conflict in the Modern World class. In this article, Co-written by myself and Nick Williams, we interviewed the teacher of our Conflict in the Modern World class and two of our peers, Mason Schechterly and Quentin Sabolka. The documentary 13th, which was directed by Ava DuVernay and released in 2016, is an in-depth look at the prison system in the United States and how it reveals the nation's history of racial inequality. The name 13th comes from the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery. Quote, racism is not an accidental phenomenon, 
The reality is that we have gotten here because of what has happened in history. I think it is really important for us to accept that, which the documentary does a great job of covering. Mr. Totala says, the documentary has been shown to all of his conflict classes. Griffin Winter reporting for the Roundup. Finally, the episode is rounded out, but the spring sports season coming and Xander Welty highlighting the teams and what their season may look like. There is a lot of ambiguity around the spring sports season this year at Brophy, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic. The soccer program has had their season pushed back as well as shortened to six weeks. They are coming off back-to-back state championships and are looking to make history by winning their third state championship in a row. They will do so with a much younger team than in years past. The Brophy baseball team has had a lot of success while maintaining a solid coach culture within the program. Just like every year, their goal is to win a state championship, but ultimately they want to continue to build this program and culture inside the program as well as plant seeds of success. Lastly, the lacrosse team, after getting their undefeated season cut short last year, is coming back with a vengeance this year, hoping to win their first state championship since 2012 under new leadership and head coach Pat Harbison. They have a very talented group of upperclassmen who will need to step up in a big way as leaders after the program graduated 14 seniors in 2020. This is Xander Welty reporting for the Roundup. The fourth edition of the Roundup has so many intriguing stories that I could not even fit into this podcast. Thank you to Xander, Griffin, and Nick, and Mark for all doing their parts to contribute. Be sure to pick up your copy of the edition at school, or be sure to start reading some of the articles online at the Brophy Roundup website. Have a great day, everyone.